Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's jump in right now as we continue our coverage and our analysis and our breakdown as to what happened with the midterm elections, not only here in Pennsylvania, but even across the country as well. And we're going to get inside the numbers right now with somebody who looks at at analyzing those numbers and looking at the data and looking at these political um, ramifications that come from them. Ben Forstate is kind enough to join us right now here on KDKA. Ben, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Hey, was the uh, was the Super Bowl yesterday for you, or does that come up sometime in February? Definitely yesterday. It was a, it was a long night for what, those of us who work in politics. Yeah, what was it that, as you were going into it, you expected to learn? And did you learn that yesterday? So I, I think we expected that it would be a tough midterm. They're usually tough for the party in power. Um I'm a Democrat. I work on Democratic campaigns. And frankly, Democrats had an excellent night, much better than I think most people in our party were expecting. Um, and the results just kept uh, getting better all night. Why is that? What do you attribute it to? Well, I think we had a bit in Pennsylvania. I think we had a really strong top of the ticket in Josh Shapiro. I think John Fetterman ultimately ran a good race. And there was a lot of turnout in um, the suburbs around around the state, both here in uh, Allegheny County, where I live, and in southeast around Philadelphia. Why is that? What do you attribute it to? I think there are any number of factors. I think people were concerned about abortion. They were concerned about the state of democracy. Um, I think that Democrats ran strong candidates that fit their communities, and there was just a response from voters. I mean, there, the winds were in, in many places overwhelming. Ben, is it okay if I call you a geek about this kind of stuff? I mean, it, 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 that's not a that's not a, a term that I use, you know, in a way to demean what you do. But you really geek out on this kind of stuff, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would describe myself as a geek. So why? Why is it? What is it about this? I mean, were you a poli-sci guy? Were you a numbers guy? What drew you to looking at these numbers, looking at this data, and using it for political purposes? I mean, I think that we live in a politically competitive state, and you have to figure out where the trends are going. I was, I was a poli-sci guy, but I was never a numbers guy. Growing up, in fact, I failed math classes, but I, I think, you know, when you find something that's interesting and find something that you, uh, you know, you think can help move, uh, move your community forward, uh, you just dive right in. I'm not laughing at the fact that you struggled in math, but I think that there's a lot of irony. I guess that, and so that's why I'm smiling oh, right now is that, you know, yeah, it's really, really interesting. And I'm sure your family probably did the same thing, right? No, I think they, they were shocked. Yeah. When they when they learned that what I was doing and what I was getting into, I was just never I was never a math guy growing up. So tell me, what is it that you do? Help us to understand that. So I mean, I work I work on races. Um, I managed a race most recently, 
but um you know i think what i what i specialize in is just looking at numbers and trends and voter registration and demographics and trying to make predictions about what will happen purely based on that information i mean we can learn a lot in pennsylvania where a closed primary uh, state by where voter registrations are trending they're like a a good indicator of what the future might look like in certain areas. Um, I'm from the North Hills, Allegheny County. That's an area that was traditionally Republican. But over the last few years, um, in places like Franklin Park and Marshall and O'Hara, we've seen like an explosion in Democratic uh, registration. And it was a, a matter of time before the, you know, the tickets caught up there. Um, the reverse is happening in the Mon Valley. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ben Forstate joining us here on KDKA on the Rick Dayton Show as we talk about the midterm elections and what we can glean from the data ahead of time and even the new data that came in last night. So help us to look at that second part of the of the statement there, Ben. The new information that you picked up last night, what exactly does that help you do moving forward? Well, I mean, it looks like so first, the data is still coming in. We still do not have a complete picture of what everything looks like. We're waiting for mail-in ballots and provisionals and overseas ballots. We should have that really soon. Most counties will count those by Friday. Um, but it really does look like a few of the trends that we saw over the last few years uh, are, are continuing. Um, the south-central part of the state, around our state capital in Harrisburg, used to be a really long-time Republican area, one of the most Republican leaning in the state, Josh Shapiro, carried Cumberland County, uh, which is across the Susquehanna River from Harrisburg. Um, prior to that, uh, Governor Wolf was the only Democrat to carry that county uh, in the recent history. Um, we also saw, you know, areas around uh, Pittsburgh that used to be solidly Democratic remain Republican, um, although they did do well for Josh Shapiro. Uh, and we're still, you know, Democrats might are on the verge of flipping the state house, which would be uh, huge for in our politics here in Pennsylvania. They haven't held that since 2010. If you, so um, we would have a divided government uh, at, in the legislature. Yeah, which, again, has been uh, which is, has not uh, been that way for uh, 12 years. As we look at this, Ben, and let's go ahead and just take our crayon out, right? We've got 67 counties in Pennsylvania. Let's color all of those red that were won by Oz. Let's color all those blue that were won by Fetterman. And now let's do the same thing on a second map, and we'll do the same thing for the Shapiro as opposed to the Mastriano. If you lay those one on top of the other, they're not identical, but they're pretty close. Was that, a, close. was that a concerted effort, do you think, by Democrats? Or is that just the way it played out because Democrats tended to support both Shapiro and Fetterman? I think that it's, it's the latter. Um, they had a high base to work with. And obviously Shapiro got more crossover votes from Republicans. But if you look at the counties where there was less overlap, 
So we're talking about Cumberland, mm-hmm. which I mentioned, I think Burks, uh, Luzerne in the Northeast, and Beaver. Beaver, definitely. In the Southwest. Yep. They're, they're counties that tend to be a little bit more swingy than the rest of the other ones, just because of the, they're close and there's different groups, demographic groups in there that make them somewhat more swingy than other counties. They're not as sticky. Ben, here's the thing that I love about having you on. Number one, you tell us that you weren't any good with math and then you deal with numbers all the time. And then you use words like swingy in a political discussion. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that people come to us to get from you. And I'm really glad you're here. Well, I'm glad. I'm thank you for having me. I love talking about it. No, it's really, really cool stuff. And as we move forward, I may uh, pull you back in as we get closer, like to a runoff election in Georgia and things like that, just to get sort of. Even though it's not your uh, your bailiwick in terms of an area that you concentrate on, I'd love to sort of see. Hey, what would be the things you'd be looking at? So let's do that again as we get closer to December. Okay. Sure thing. Yep, good stuff. Ben Forstate joining us here. Again, does a lot of analysis and data work and things like that for the campaigns and doing a lot of work for the Democratic Party. And obviously, for the Democrats, it worked yesterday here in Pennsylvania and a lot of big-time races. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 